So I say officially you're ready. Yes. You ready for spring break? Yes. You've got yourself hyped up? Yes. What, what all are we doing for spring break? Huh? <laughs> <What are> we, <laughs> a lot. Tell me. Uh, well, we're going to be going to the Sam Houston National Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, to the beach, hopefully. I'm really hoping. I miss mm-hmm. the beach. Um, yeah, me too. The, we're going to go to the lake just to go to the lake or the river just to go to the river. And then we're also going to go fishing no matter where it is. We're going to mm-hmm. go swimming and just, you know, do a lot of, you know, spring break things. <laughs> there will be a lot of drinking involved and a lot of happy, you know, uh, I'm hoping a lot of happy, like, clean snacking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking forward to a bunch of fruits and veggies, you know, ice in ice chests so that we pull them out and eat nice cold fruit on a hot day. It's like the best. Get sandwiches made and things like that. Oh, yeah. Like, I am I will literally sit down and make, like, seven, seven loaves of bread just so that we can have sandwiches <laughs> for that. But... Yeah, no, uh, we're going to be doing doing a lot of hanging out. Hopefully we'll have mm-hmm. a day that we get, like, barbecuing in the backyard, mm-hmm. fire pit and s'mores kind of thing. Like, with all the vibes. Every vibe that people do for spring break, we're mashing it all and having a different day for <laughs> each day of spring break. So... It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be weird too because it's like this is literally going to be they're gonna have their spring break and this is gonna be my real first spring break mm-hmm. because I've never actually had any kind of a break from school and actually like did things. We we didn't we didn't do that. We had, oh spring break cool we'll go to some parks. Same thing we do every other day <laughs> like so this is it's weird. I'm not in school but I'm also gonna be having a spring break so you know. I'm hoping that we can get a lot of, you know, episodes recorded preemptively kind of thing so that we got to just don't have to, like, you know, go out, do a bunch of stuff, and then go, oh, oh I know we're exhausted and we just want to crash out of the bed, but we got to record tomorrow mm. morning. <laughs> the mornings are fairly easy to, to do without, like, any kind of preemptive stuff, though, mm-hmm. so. But either way, I'm looking forward to, to still having some level of a bedtime because we're going to be getting up and doing something kind of thing. No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I really am. And even even to the point that it's a half day today and if Anna didn't have to work, it would be uh huh, I'd have different a different plan for today, but it's fine. I'm not going to stress about it, you know. I definitely woke up this morning being like, "I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready." <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm I'm literally like I had them clean the cooler and part of the reason I had the, had them clean the cooler was because I wanted to be able to go out and I wanted to go out in the truck and I wanted to be able to you know have a cooler with us because you know any way you look at it packed lunches are always cheaper than going to restaurants mm-hmm. and packed meals are always cheaper and honestly I make them pretty good so not stressing it's like you know people don't realize that you know a pro pro hack tip here is that you can use a microwave at a truck stop for free to heat up meals if you need to so you know it's kind of a cool thing a lot of gas stations will let you too so for me it's like you know we're gonna be able to go out have a blast i want to i like oh i just i can't wait I, I want i want i want the mushroom hunting to go so well i really do if nothing else i really want mushroom hunting to go well so i'm, I'm hoping it does <laughs> anyway but uh yeah, well, I mean, okay, so of the stuff we've talked about, do you think the beach is what you're looking forward to the most? No, I want to go fishing. Okay, good. <laughs> I literally... No. I want to get out on Richland Chambers and make up, because we still I, have not gone fishing on Richland yeah, Chambers. I do not care where we go. I just want to go fishing. I do not care if we get, you know, 
no sense of getting on the boat. I don't care. Uh, it was the same thing I've said before. It feels like we got a boat, and now if we can't go on the boat, we don't go fishing. We haven't gone fishing yet this season, mm-hmm. and it's been started. Everybody's already you know posting about the things they're catching, mm-hmm. and we haven't gone out yet. And I really want to go fishing. That's literally that, that's all I care about. Is my favorite favorite fishing days are when we get up before dawn and get out there so that we're there fishing at sunrise so all the fish start grabbing and mm-hmm. then it's just fish after fish after fish for everybody those are my fa- that's like my favorite thing because it's a lot there's a lot less bugs at sunrise than there is at sunset there's a lot less people at sunrise than there is a sunset yeah and so it's just it's so much more fun and it's a lot less cooler at sunrise than there is at sunset so i just like i those are my favorite times it's like but you know i we also haven't been to the beach literally we've been to the beach once since i've met mm-hmm. you and it was a one-off we went out there we didn't have anything it was just we were trying to give lily some time to be here with her girlfriend and so we just went and did things and that mm-hmm. was, so that was like no i didn't even get to put my feet in the water kind of thing because i was wearing you know boots and long jeans i rolled them up and like you know stepped for a little bit but it wasn't really anything and i remember there was a you know, place to fish there and i was like oh my gosh like you'd be catching things from the ocean if we caught fish here like i was so like i want to come back and then we haven't <laughs> so it's like i want to go back to the beach i would love to go fishing Which out of here in order in order to do that we actually have to go get a saltwater stamp for our uh i don't care okay. <laughs> just, you're just, just telling me you know. have to if we can go fishing out of the ocean that'll be the next step of you know catching different mm-hmm. kinds of fish and you know a lot more of the gear that we have will become actually useful because there's different fish mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're not just sitting around with a bunch of blue gr- bluegill and sunfish we'll be actually going for you know there's bigger bass that just kind of chill around and other things that are just around even if it's shallower water doesn't mean you're going to be catching smaller fish so it's like i'm that's what i'm excited for the the potential that we have to be able to do a bunch of stuff that you know i enjoy doing because it's like we're i'm gonna come with you guys for mushroom hunting but it's mm-hmm. like i've never been it's always been you and nikki like, i also I, think that there's a lake isn't there a lake in, in the forest there's a lot in that forest yeah. there was a there was a tiktok i sent you a long while ago that okay. was you know there was gorgeous amazing huge waterfalls but mm-hmm. it's a hike because you can't get there with your car and so it was like I, you know, as soon as you start talking about that, I'm like, oh man, how much can we fit in a day? <laughs> because I would love to see that. I'll have to say, I'll have to resend you the TikTok. I had it saved because I was like, oh man, because we we were talking, we've talked about going to San Houston Park for mm-hmm. forever. So now it's like it's actually gonna happen, and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so many things I keep seeing about it, and it's like now we're actually gonna go. So yeah, no, there's I'm I'm very excited, but we'll talk more about it in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, so for sure. And with that, good morning and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything Morning Edition where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. In the mornings, we generally cover our national days and today's not going to be any exception. How many national days do we have? Two. And go ahead. Our first one is National Pack Your Lunch Day. Hey, go for it. (laughs) Good premise. (laughs) So National Pack Your Lunch Day on March 10th encourages everyone across the country to take their lunch to work, school, or wherever they're spending the day. It's an opportunity to revitalize lunchtime with fresh and healthful meal choices. Packing your lunch has benefits you may not expect. One of the immediate benefits is savings. Many home-prepared lunches cost less than offering off the takeout menu or Mm -hmm. eating out. Mm -hmm. Another benefit of making your own lunch is controlling portion sizes and ingredients. By adding fruits, vegetables, and whole grains to your lunches, they will be healthier as well. Mickey Mouse was the first licensed character to appear on a lunchbox in 1935. I actually knew that because when I worked at the antique store, um, somebody had brought one in. And 
like everybody was googling over it and i think they sold it for like twenty four thousand dollars wow which got my mom excited because my mom got like you know three percent on everything that sold because it was a commission shop so she was pretty happy about that but yeah it was like twenty four thousand dollars and they brought it in in cash and you know 13 year old me had never seen that much money in cash sitting on a desk (laughs) much less anywhere else and i was thinking about how i could retire so that was kind of funny uh, anyway, the 1950 Hopalong Cassidy lunchbox was the first lunchbox based on a television show. Um, so while f- some foods pack well for lunch, others don't fare so well. If you're new to packing lunches, check out this starter list. Hard-boiled egg provides a serving of protein, peeled and placed in a separate container. Fresh vegetables. Choose a dipping sauce like ranch or balsamic vinegar. Carrot sticks, celery sticks, sliced cucumber, and cherry tomatoes go well. Uh, whole fruit like apples, oranges, bananas, grapes, and berries do well. Yogurt provides a serving of dairy. Salad prepared with deli meats of your choosing. Place your dressing in a separate container so that the leaves don't get all mushy. Uh, cheese and crackers and nuts all hold up very well. So you will want to include a gel pack to keep your food chilled until lunchtime, even if you're reheating leftovers. Mm-hmm. So to observe, pack your lunch day. Make a plan and a shopping list to begin taking more lunches. Bring a packed lunch to work, school, or a friend's house. Share your lunch packing tips. Create a lunch menu to help with your shopping week to week. And try something new in your lunchbox. You know, for me, I, if I was going to give people a tip, I would tell people oranges over apples. First off, it's the very first thing that you tell people. Um, bananas are always a good, you know, a couple of servings of fruit, especially if you're going to go out and be active. Like we're going to be out and be active and I'm like planning on, hey, we're going to go shopping. We're going to get a couple of days worth of food to go get go out here and do this. I'm not I'm literally going to let everybody pack their stuff because I want them to get what they're going to eat, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing. Don't pack things you're not going to eat. Yeah. If you don't like <laughs> celery, why do you put celery in a lunchbox? It's just going to not be eaten. You're never going to be hungry enough to eat that celery. <laughs> and if you are, celery is going to be the last thing on your mind. Yeah. So, you know, it's like I don't I don't get that. And, you know, if you're if you're going to like for us, you know, spring break is coming up for a lot of people. And, you know, if you're going to go out on spring break and you're going to bring your kids out with you or whatever, you're, whatever you're going to do, bring a foraging book. There's so many things to eat while you're out there. Like, you know, I I studied and learned about cleavers, which are, you know, they grow everywhere out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like it's exciting to know, OK, well, we're going to have cleavers and all these cleavers are, you know, everywhere. And so I just I, I'm bringing a foraging book out with me so I can identify things so I can eat things so I can be like, OK, and we're going to go out and have fun. And, you know. What's cheaper than than not packing a lunch? I mean, what's che- yeah? What's cheaper than eating out is packing a lunch. What's cheaper than you know uh, packing a lunch is is going out and finding your food while you're out there. We're gonna go mushroom hunting this week. I am excited about that. You know, it's like to go mushroom hunting. I am so down. So it it's uh, and I, I I can't wait for it. But. You know, I used to pack my lunch all the time. I was one of those kids that rarely ever ate out, rarely ever ate at the school, rarely ever had hot meals or anything at school that we didn't eat. There were no vending machines at people's high school. We didn't have a single one. So when I came out to Sacramento and people were like, oh, yeah, you know, vending machine, this vending machine. I'm like, what? Vallejo Senior High, we had open campus. So people just left for lunch. And then it was like and then people's high school, there, there are no vending machines. So, so, I mean, so never, it was never a thing. And so when I'd see people and I see them doing these things, it's like, wow. And so, 
you know, when I when I went like at Apple, man, there are people they don't bring lunches and they always ate out. And I was like, man, that was always expensive. I always would bring food and I would always, you know, was just one of those people that was like, hey, look, I'm I'm going to be sensible about it. What about you? I mean, did you eat at the school all the time, bring lunch or what? I always ate out at the school. <laughs> There was never... So you're one of those kids I was jealous of. Yeah. But it wasn't like... I mean, my dad made enough money that I was able to get the school lunches. Mm -hmm. And so... And I remember it was literally as simple as, you know, they would be like, Hey, your your lunch account is low on funds. Just want to let you know you only got enough money for two more lunches. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd go home and be like, hey, dad, need more money on my lunch account. And he'd be like, okay. And, like, that was it. There were maybe, like, two times that he was like, ah, man, I can't put any uh, money in there for this day. You mm -hmm. know, take a lunch for a day. And I would honestly just find, scour around the house for some coins, change, cash, whatever, and mm -hmm. then go... And those days, I would go into the fancy school lunch line because it was, you know, the the regular lunches, I think, were $2 and, like, 15 cents. It was random. Mm -hmm. But then the, the fancy lunches were, were closer to 5 bucks. And I could find 5 bucks around the house between asking people, making deals with my siblings and all that. Mm -hmm. So it was just, you know, <laughs> I, I always ate at the school. And even the days that, like, I would forget and, like, didn't have enough money or something along those lines... I had enough friends that didn't eat because it was trendy to not eat. Yeah. <laughs> so they would just give it to me and I didn't care. I ate like a mother when I was in school. <laughs> I ate everything all the time, but I was always active. So it was like, it didn't matter. I had a high metabolism mm -hmm. and I was active. So it didn't, it, like, I ate everything and it never, it never came back at me. I always yeah. say it, like people talk about it all the time. They're like, oh yeah, no, I, I literally credit my thick thighs to eating Taco Bell all the time. <laughs> I literally do. I don't think that there's anything else that <laughs> catered to me having thicker thighs than Taco Bell because I ate it all the time and everybody else, like, there's literally the only difference between me and, like, any other people that I did see that had thicker thighs. Mm -hmm. They love Taco Bell. So I swear to God, if you <laughs> love Taco Bell, that's the key. But, yeah, no, so I never, I never packed lunches ever at all even on the days that it was like you know br bring your parent to lunch day and things like that my parent mm -hmm. there was a time after my parents got divorced and i asked both of them and both of them were like oh man no i can't do it and then my mom texted me and was like hey i'm outside the gate and i was like what <laughs> she was like yeah i can't stay i just you got to come grab your lunch to the gate and i was like mom <laughs> i have it on video on snapchat of me grabbing a big old taco bell bag and she was like yes yeah, for you emilia go go find her here you go and i was like wow thanks and it was a it was a big old bag full of burritos quesadillas and tacos and you know mexican pizzas and she got me the slushy and then malia texted me and was like where are you at and i was like i'm uh getting lunch right now and she was like uh-oh <laughs> well mm -hmm. uh daddy's sitting right here we're we're sitting here and he's at the table and i was like oh, are you serious and so i w i w literally didn't say anything and i walked over there holding the bags emily was like where did you get that and i was like mom just dropped it off and so we got so much i gave away some food because there was no world i was eating that much taco bell mm -hmm. but i definitely gave away like two burritos and a quesadilla and then i saved the rest that i didn't eat to have for dinner I got two slushies and I was just so I was so excited it was it was great honestly <laughs> and it was a fun time so yeah no I yeah people people were jealous of me because I always had money for food mm -hmm. and it was not a, it was just it wasn't an issue that I ever had to deal with which I'm extremely grateful for absolutely so no, and 
and I'm honestly not jealous about that because I, I, w- I would get creative. I always found ways to get creative when it came to lunches because my mom didn't care. Like, legitimately was like, whatever, I'm just, you know, pack your lunch, make whatever. And there was just, it, there was, it was limited on what I could have. I mean, it was literally, it was. It, it was just, there wasn't a ton of options at the house. And so I would have to work and get creative. And I worked and got creative all the time. Like every chance that I could, because it was just my mom would buy the most horrible things that didn't combine with anything, and it was like you, like we were talking about earlier about manzanilla olives, about those green olives. Those were literally like at one point we had three different jars of green olives. We had ones that had pimentos in them, ones that had anchovies in them, and ones that had the seed, which was I think my most annoying one because I didn't know about that until I chomped down on one. Mm. And like, whack, you know, you're expecting to go through and you hit that seed. It's like, you know, ow. (laughs) So, you know, it was like just pain. And so, you know, but but I I, but by the time I got into high school, there was only two days a week I had to bring stuff because Toby or Cindy, you know, they were they were Toby, mostly Toby, Cindy, sometimes Jen, never Fred. Um, but Fred and I were like, you know, and I, I occasionally got there, especially at the beginning of the year, because I was working at Vallejo Sanitation and Flight Control, and I did have a weekend job, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get all this stuff figured out. So, you know, and I would pay for stuff, but for the most part, I brought, I brought my lunches. So, anyway, so what's our next day? <laughs> it's National Mario Day. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. <laughs> yes, it is. No. Uh, National Mario Day on March 10th recognizes an iconic character from a popular video game. The character, known today as Mario, first appeared in 1981 in a game called Donkey Kong, made by Nintendo. Dedicated fans knew Mario before his time as a plumber. At his creation, Donkey Kong portrays Mario as a carpenter named Jumpman. Then, in 1983, Nintendo launched a new game in which bad guy Jumpman reinvents himself into an Italian plumber who rescues princesses. Italian plumbers Mario and his brother Luigi face numerous obstacles in the games produced by Nintendo over the years. Gamers help Mario cross several different landscapes, all to rescue Princess Toadstool or Princess Peach, depending on which game they play. No matter the kingdom or galaxy, video game fans fr- find the games entertaining and challenging. Many will admit they find the characters endearing. The storylines provide hours of fun and continue to be a part of the pop culture landscape. And then here's a couple of Mario fun facts. Okay. Similar to Michael Michaels or Adam Adams, Mario's last name is his first name. Mm-hmm. Luigi and Mario are known as the Mario Brothers, making Mario's last name Mario. Maybe there's yep. a reason National Blueberry Popover Day shares the same date. Mario pops up in all sorts of other video games. And with over 210 million copies of the Mario game series sold, Mario ranks as one of the most popular video games of all time. So to observe National Mario Day, celebrate by inviting friends and family to play. Host a video game tournament. Invite everyone to do a video game character murder mystery night. Play video game trivia. Have a retro night and play everyone's old favorites. And make snacks representing favorite power-ups. Hmm. I absolutely have such fond memories of Mario. Like, it was my favorite thing. And, you know, it's one of those things that sucks because it's like, oh, it'll never happen again. It's those days are over and like there's no chance of it happening. Like not even trying to recreate it with like this family kind of thing mm-hmm. is all the time when we were younger. The, from the moment that we got our GameCube, we 
uh, this is how I know that like you know gamers on YouTube were going to be super big for me and my family because we would sit down and me and my siblings had no interest in playing video games we wanted to watch our dad play video games and the biggest ones that we enjoyed watching him play were the Mario games and so he had the first thing we got was the GameCube. Well, mm-hmm. we had an Xbox 360 before that. Obviously, it was Xbox. So you know, he just had some racing games from just you know being a teenager because my dad was a lot younger than a lot of people, you know, deal with as their parents. My parents were 19 and 20 when I was born, so they never got a chance to really turn into adults before we were already getting to that point of understanding, you know, the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he played racing games all the time when I was like, you know, three, four, five. And, you know, I wanted to play with him just because I liked holding the controller and I liked the music that had played on it because it was before, you know, copyright kind of get it started getting crazy with video games. Mm-hmm. They just had full songs all the time in all the racing games. And so it's just basically like sitting down, listening to the radio. And so I, yeah. you know, loved sitting there, dancing around, playing the game with him, quote unquote. And it was it was super fun. And then we got the GameCube and it wasn't ours. It might my family. We just we just got a GameCube and he got Mario Sunshine on it. And we adored watch, just sitting down, watching him play it, getting through all the things, figuring out how to get all the, all the shine sprites and everything. We enjoyed every aspect of it. And every single memory I have of the game comes from watching him play it. Like, I, I didn't watch other people play it on mm-hmm. YouTube or anything afterwards. I've only, like, dabbled a little bit here and there trying to figure out how to get past a certain part because I am playing it now, finally, <laughs> after all the years of wanting to. And so it's, like, it's so funny that I remember as much of it as I do because every time that I'm like oh man yeah that part's about to come up and I'm like man I really remember that mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was 17 18 years ago that's ridiculous so yeah no I that was the first that, that was the beginning of the end and my dad never got to live that down it's you know because it started an obsession because then when we got our Wii in 2009 <laughs> we got uh the new Super Mario Brothers which is when they reinvented and created everything in 3D and I was, we were all so excited. My dad was excited because he played the Mario games. And so mm-hmm. he was super excited to be able to play it on this as we were learning how to play video games. So it was like, oh man, we could play with him. It was multiplayer all at the same time. It was so new. Everybody was so excited about it. It was like one of the biggest Mario things coming out in my time. And it was like, everybody was so hyped. Yeah, we couldn't play for shit. <laughs> we watched my dad play it single player because it was one of those games and if, for anybody that hasn't played it it's one of those games that you start playing it um and if you're used to the old games you will absolutely despise it right off the bat because it forces you to have to work together if mm. one person is too far behind on the screen it slows the screen down you can't keep going and if it is one of the levels where you can if three people are over you know pushing the screen forward and moving forward on the level and the mm-hmm. person that's stuck back there if they're in a part that's lower and a wall is coming up they get squashed and die oh fun time so it, it was horrendous and you had lives and the way you would come back in the levels by having a bubble and you had to shake the remote and so the characters start going hey help me and you'd have to pop it and half the time it was never in a convenient place as soon as you started getting further into the game so you pop the bubble and they would come back into the, into the level and they would just like fall and die immediately after that <laughs> so times. it was it, yeah we didn't we didn't play uh, we watched my dad play he beat the game and got to the nice. the big old star world which is the after you beat you know the main storyline you have to um, get a certain level of or certain number of stars throughout the rest of the game mm-hmm. to unlock a level for each world and then the the actual ultimate like true ending level but it's not anything like storyline based it's just extra for people that are like hardcore gamers and so we you know we got to the point i still remember the moment where my dad we were he was in the last level 
and he got so close. He was fighting Bowser. It was crazy. There are fireballs flying everywhere. The floor is lava at this point, mm-hmm. and there's all the all of the little the little sand things that as soon as you stand on them, they start to turn red and they fall. Those are everywhere, and he's in this little flying thing, and he has to avoid Bowser throwing fireballs and all. And you have to. It's so crazy. There's so much happening on the screen, and he got so close. He got one hit away. And he got hit by a fireball, and all of us got up screaming, ran all the way back to his room. We're jumping and punching the pillows on the bed and running around going, No! <laughs> you're so close! <laughs> and it was so entertaining and so fun. And it's just like, I can never recreate that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Like, because even now, like, I still prefer watching other people play video games than I do playing video games myself. I'll play a few mobile games that are mostly like idle games. Like, I don't care for actually sitting down and playing video games mm-hmm. as much. Even when it comes to like you know if if nikki starts up a video game it like makes me mad if she plays it when i'm not watching because i'm like interested in what she's doing <laughs> and i'll sit there and i'll watch her play it so it's like everything like that i just that's where it started we started all the way back with the gamecube and mario sunshine and we played all like we got all of the games we watched my dad play mario brothers we watched him uh play or we watched him play new super mario brothers when we got the wii and then he was so excited after he you know beat the game mm-hmm. and then he got mario brothers one two and three because you could get the old games on the wii yep. and so he played those games and he it was it's weird how the new super mario brothers game is hard but it's not as hard as the old Mario Brothers games. Mm -hmm. And so he was playing those, and we thought that was so cool. How it was, you know, no longer Princess Peach, it was Princess Toadstool. We're like, that's weird. And, you know, she was different colors. She had darker hair. We were like, that's not Princess Peach. And, like, it's you're right, it's not. It's Princess Toadstool, two different characters. And, you know, learning about all of it. So, yeah, no, I I absolutely adore everything Mario Brothers. Mario is a huge part of my childhood, and there were so many hours that we just enjoyed watching his games. And even to this day, the girls, like, the girls' favorite pastime with us when, you know, they're off and we're probably going to do it a lot was now that they're about to be on break is uh, playing Super Smash Bros. or Mario Kart just you know going ham playing it for a very long time they <laughs> can they will have a lot of time and uh super mario party they love mm-hmm. that one too and so Never and i enjoy it, it. It, it it's one of those things that like it sucks because like i want you to play it but i feel like you're gonna be too good at it and then everybody's gonna get mad <laughs> because <laughs> you're gonna start bringing things into it because like you talk about when you play monopoly and i refuse to play monopoly with you because of the way that you get hardcore about it it's like I feel like you're gonna start bringing things outside things into it and be like, girls, I know that you're gonna go grab and you know pass that star, but I'm three steps behind you. If you don't do it, I'm gonna give you this thing, and they're gonna be like, ah, well, it's just a game. <laughs> and they're not gonna do it, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna be messed up because it's gonna be like, wow, great, you're just bribing out here bribing people so you can win. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's why I'm like scared because I'm like I want you to play because it's such a fun game. It's fun, It's a fun family game. It's literally a board game but in video game form. So it's just, it's great. Well, the problem with there being so many of us is that family games aren't made for this many people. The Mario Party is. Mario Party can have eight people playing. Really? 100%. Mario yeah. Party heard the cries of well, people being like... Do we have like, anything we can play it on? Yeah, well, I have, have it on my Switch, and we have okay. more than enough controllers. It's how we all play Just Dance. Hmm. So it's, you know, it, the only okay. thing is that it might, we may end up being, because it might be it's only six players on one console, and it might be eight up to eight players on, like, two consoles, or it may be that it's four on one console and only up to six or eight on, like, two separate consoles. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know that you can play, because that's how Smitty and them all play. 
there's more than four of them when they're playing. Okay. So I so I, I know that there could be more more than, than four people playing. And if there's not, then we still could do the whole team aspect of things. Because Mario Party is it, it's just it's very easy to create a team aspect for Mario Party and not like other games where it's like, oh I'm gonna pass a controller back and forth. It you know, strategy. You gotta be good at it. Okay. <laughs> there's still a level of beating mini games, but if you're not good at, you know, thinking of ahead on what other people are going to do you're, you're not going to win until the rng bullshit at the end of it where it just hands out stars for free and then everybody mm. gets fucked over and it's still hilarious because everybody starts screaming and that's probably what you've heard many a times mm-hmm. we're all you know big hype joking haha funnies and then out of nowhere it gets all silent and then we're just going ah are you serious oh my god that's bullshit <laughs> just screaming <laughs> because <laughs> it'll turn over the game to somebody that was losing just because because Mario Party does that, and it's mm-hmm. it's honestly it's a part of the fun. So, but yeah, no. So Mario Mario will always be extremely special to me, and I will always love it. You know, my first Mario memory was Mario. It was literally it was it was Super Mario Brothers, and it was I would watch my grandpa Zeleny play it, and it blew me away that my grandpa Zeleny was kick ass at that game. <laughs> He was so good. He would just sit and he'd burn through the levels. And here was the thing. He didn't know about the shortcut worlds. So he ran at world 1-1, one, 1-2, one, 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 He played two, every two. level. <laughs> he pl- knew every level. It was crazy to watch that man play. It was it was absolutely insane. I didn't even want to play it. I just loved watching him do it because I would die. I'd get I'd get to one three, <laughs> and and then I showed him. And I was like, Grandpa, did you know you could cheat and go through here? And he goes, Yeah, but then you're cheating. What fun is that? I'm like, well, it's not like cheating, cheating, Grandpa. You're not hurting anybody. And he goes, Yeah, you are. You're hurting the game because the game wants you to go through all the worlds, Joe. And he used to always call me Joe, and I was like, <sighs> Okay. <laughs> so, so I didn't, and. Uh, you know, but I still think about it. I cannot, I can't play it without thinking about him. So I would love to just have today a couple hours just to play the classic game, you know, it's just things like that. So, but anyways, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the stupid podcast on everything. We hope, uh, we got your little nostalgia bug up here a little bit and, uh, pack yourself a lunch and get out and go do something this weekend. Just, just do it. Just ha- go have fun. You know, tell us what you did. Anyway, until the afternoon, we'll see you then. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.